But above all things, be true to yourself and in everything. Absolutely, unapologetically shameless. You are now tuning in to the Sincerely Shameless Podcast. Welcome back to the Sincerely Shameless Podcast. I am your host, Sarah J., also known as Sarah J. Y'all, I am excited. I am pumped up. Listen, let me tell you something. I have experienced an upgrade in my life, and I just want to tell you about it. Season one, I was on my floor with my candelabras holding up the mic. Season two, sis rolled the desk chair from out the living room into the bedroom, hooked up a nightstand. I have a whole office, okay? I'm excited. I hope the sound quality is much better. Um, I, I hope you guys are pumped up. It's October 10th. I said I was going to do a thing and we did a thing. Listen, sis cried a couple of times because it got hard. Life is hard. But you know what? Anything worth having is worth fighting mentally, physically, and emotionally for. And you guys, y'all are worth it, okay? My purpose is worth it. Your purpose is worth it. And so is your destiny, okay? So um, I want to kind of catch you guys up. Like, first of all, what's up with you? We left off of episode nine season finale talking about starting anywhere. You know, did you start that thing? Did you finish that other thing? Are you trying to start a new thing only when the podcast is coming? Because I feel you on that. Sometimes you need a little extra push. Um, are you in the middle of a thing? The middle I heard is the hardest part. That's called the meantime, in between time. We can't wait to celebrate when it's done though. I feel you on that. Um, for me, what did I start? What did I finish? Um, you guys, I was super excited about closing out season one of the Sincerely Shameless podcast. I started up something else though. Listen, your girl started up um, in the middle of starting up, restarting, better yet to say, um, Fragile Pieces podcast. And um, if you know anything about me or if you know me or if you met me from there and came over here or came from there, came from here and going there or staying at both, whichever one, I have a um, business partner on that one. And we both host a show about fragility. Um, so you get a lot more girl time on the same aspect. So restarted that. Um, what else did I start? I started daily affirming myself. Like I always affirm myself, but I wasn't consistent with affirming myself. You know, you pull out your affirmations when you're feeling low. Sometimes you got to keep your affirmations going even when you're feeling up because there'll come a time when you don't feel like doing it. But now that routine has taken place, boom, it's going to happen. Um, I started my final class where I'll sec for the second time in America, graduate with a master's degree. The same master's degree though. That's crazy. We'll talk about it later. And um, I finished off some friendships, started some new friendships. So what about you? What you got going on? Where you at? What's going on? Um, man, I'm excited to be here. Okay, so um, let's talk about what season two will potentially look like. Um, and then, you know, I'll let God have his way um, as he goes. But Season two originally was supposed to have a feature for every episode except for this one. Um, and after much prayer and um, time off, there will not be a feature every episode. So you stuck with me. The good news is that's why you're here. So it's cool. So, you know, you're not losing nothing. Um I will have some features on, but of course, you guys, I'll announce that the episode prior. So 
there's no shock factor. And um, we're going to go nine episodes with a season finale. And then um, we'll take a two-week break. And I'll be back for episode for season three. So that's how that's going to kind of look. I want you guys to continue to slide in my DMs and ask questions. Definitely getting on um, the website, um, thesharinglistbrand.com. And I've gotten a few reach outs, the highlights of um, some you know, woman of the week. That's been exciting. Um, getting DMs about it. Also exciting. It's, it's interesting. Sometimes all you have to do is be obedient. You know, sometimes all you have to do is do what you said you was going to do. Right. And, um, the audience, the blessings, the gifts and all those things pour up pour upon you. You don't have to go begging and seeking and searching for them. Um, I know personally for myself, I'm not always on my page talking about the podcast, 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 because the people that's on my page didn't tell me to do the podcast. The Lord told me to do the podcast. So all I have to do is honor what he told me to do. And I'm going to do what I said I was going to do back to him. And then doors open. So I don't know if anybody needs any encouragement on that one, but we're going to roll into, um, the actual episode, we're going to start with the word of the week and um, the word of the week for this week. And it should just be a resounding word of the week, word of the day, word of the month and year is discernment. Um, I wanted to find an urban dictionary definition of it. And I want to find, um, you know, Webster's Marion's definition for it. But I wanted to kind of give it to you guys how it was given to me. Um, discernment is what you know things to be, what you know it should be, and what you want it to be against what's being shown, what wisdom has come to you and what you've experienced and then making a decision. Discernment is looking at the climate of something and realizing maybe what you was going to say probably isn't the best thing to say. Um, Discernment is also if you dated somebody who caused a lot of um, unpeace or took peace, seeing similar traits and saying this can have me spiraling to that same place. So just using discernment. And I don't think you can really have fun with discernment without wisdom. So in all things, get wisdom. But discernment was the word of the week. And the reason why Um, discernment is the word of the week. And for, I really think we should carry it all the way to Jan 1 is because we are embarking what I would call round two of cuffing season. I don't know about you guys, but March 15th, when the quarantine hit, I immediately said, burr, it's cold in here. Like there must be some bays and the atmosphere because anytime activity can be limited, anytime the season changes, it makes you want to adjust to that climate, right? So um, no, it wasn't winter. No seasonal affect disorder wasn't in full spin. But I do recall having to wear a mask um, and still wearing a mask, but having to wear a mask and, you know, having to change up my normal, um, relearning what a normal meant. And, you know, sometimes change isn't always something we desire. So I'm not going to lie to you. Quarantining and trying to get a baby became a thing. You know, it's like, well, who going to sit in this house with me? And I done made all this, um, this food. Who going to eat this food with me? <laughs> and um, for those of you who fought hard in quarantine, um, we about to get our second wind. But it's a, another, it's a different type of second wind because this time we got weather. We got 
um, broccoli cheddar soup. We got Michael Blueblay on, um, you know, on the iTunes and um, all the little happy Christmas movies about to start coming out. So <laughs> I'm really having fun with this one, but this one's serious, you guys. You know, cuffing season and uh, with season changes really can have us out here making permanent decisions over temporary seasons. So I want to encourage you um, to know yourself and know where you want to be, know what you want and what you need and in all things, you know, operate from there because we are at a disadvantage. And um, I don't even want to play it as if, as if only men can cuff women, women, we have the ability to do it too. You know, we get in that kitchen, start cooking all that food, invite a brother over and we just want some company to watch the movie with us. You know, you over here cuffing them. So um, I just kind of wanted to give you guys three tips um, for this season. So I would definitely say one, know yourself, know what you're lacking. Um, I'll be honest, for me, I would love to have someone during cuffing season and then afterwards too. But I also know I am not well enough yet as transitioning from a single because as a single, I have um, hard boundaries that work well in singleness, but they do not work well in relationships. So in the meantime, what I'm working on is removing those things and rewriting what that looks like as I try to transition into relationship, right? Um, that's one of them. Um, knowing my needs, you know, we all need companionship, right? We all need someone. But then also knowing my wants is I just don't want anyone. I want a particular one. And then... Um, Knowing what that want looks like and being able to say, you know what, this sounds good, this looks good, but this is not what I need. And just walking away from it, being okay with it. So I want to encourage you in this season and I'll continue to encourage until Jan 1, okay, because I know um, baby is cold outside, okay? <laughs> so go ahead and get you some heated blankets, get your fuzzy socks, okay? Go ahead and update your email for your Netflix, Stars, Hulu, all those subscriptions so that you can be okay in this season. And don't be afraid to reach out to your girlfriends and your family about what you're feeling and how you're feeling, because if they love you, they will encourage you to stay the course and um, aid and assist during this time. And so you can get Bay in March. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so you guys, I'm super duper excited about the word of the week and or the wisdom of the week. Let's go with wisdom of the week. You know, I'm still creating this thing as we go. And um, the word actually is create. So I'm going to tell you guys a story and then I'm going to go ahead and dive into it and we're going to move forward. So um, a few years back, we'll say about at 15. So we'll go 15 years back. I, um, growing up in the household that I grew up in, 
I quickly realized that happiness or the level of happiness that I wanted to live in was not possible. Um, coming from the type of background that I come from, high, you know, highly rejected, highly abandoned, just a very vocal household. Um, the type of happiness that I wanted was not possible, right? And so I started to create what that happiness in my mind looked like. And it required me to acquire certain level of education. It required me to achieve certain um, things in my life. And it would require me to afford a certain type of home, vehicle, clothes, jewelry. And um, for from 18 to 30, it was like I held my breath and I put a timeline on those things. And um, at 30, um, I exhaled and I exhaled and I was very unhappy. I was very unhappy because that was supposed to be this defining moment in my life where everything I worked hard for, everything I could afford, everything I achieved, everything that I acquired was supposed to equate happiness. That was the algorithm for happiness, right? And um, I want to say this, if that is your algorithm, you can't afford your happiness. That was my algorithm and happiness is not the attainables. Happiness is not things. Happiness is not people and places. Happiness is created. You know, um, joy is created. And for me, I was quite upset at 30 because I had these timelines like, all right, um, you know, finish your, your master's degree by 30. I recall taking two courses and nearly, I'm talking fainted, honey, I was on the floor and I was working like, I recall getting braces and doubling up on my monthly payment so I can get them off quick enough. So once I got them off, it's like I was going to turn 30, boom, like dousing my hair in castor oil to make sure my curls is popping, boom, like, hello, Tracy Ellis Ross, I'm coming for you, sis, right? Like, doing these things, um, these these things that I had created in my mind that screams, this is what is going to be happy. This is what's going to make happy, like buying the house and, you know, having the career. Like those were all the things that I said for sure, once I obtain those items, once I obtain or achieve, and once I can afford this type of outfit, that will make me happy. And I'm here to let you know that is not the case, you guys. I um, take it for someone who did it. It's not the case because happiness is worth creating. Happiness is created. And um, when you only put your faith in the tangibles, what you can afford, achieve, and acquire, when those things go, and they do go, what do you have left? Where's your faith at? And so for me this year, I, you know, I experienced my house flooding, my favorite couch being damaged, my favorite shag rug being damaged. And I remember laying on the floor. Of course, I got the water up off the floor before I did this. Being, 
I remember laying on the floor kind of crying a lot about this. Like, not my couch, but I put so much work into it. Like, I remember being displaced from my home for a couple of days and them having dehues in my house. And and I know you're probably thinking, sis, it's not that deep. But for someone who's built what happiness looks like off of material things, and it's it's deep, okay? <laughs> and um, I going through this quarantine, having the career you know, being told, congratulations, you've graduated. And then three months later being told, I'm just playing, you got one more course left. Being told, okay, your braces is coming off, but then I have to get them back on. Like I had so much faith in those things that when they changed, so did my happiness level. And um, now I have learned and I am still learning. And I will tell you this, it's a daily learn to constantly recreate create, recreate, create, recreate, and create what happiness looks like. If you're having a down moment, how do you pick yourself up and be happy? Okay, well, I don't feel like being outside. I don't feel like dealing with people. Okay, well, can you be happy in this moment? Maybe it's um, recording or listening to your favorite podcast. Maybe it is starting something for women who don't feel like leaving their house. Uh, Maybe it's going to the thrift store, buying a dresser and creating and decorating. So I've had to learn how to create my own level of happiness. And when doing that, there's such a peace because then you find out if you don't get the car, you still gonna be happy. If you buy the house, you still gonna be happy. If you lose the house, you still can be happy. And putting yourself in a position says no matter which way the wind goes, my happiness, my joy, my peace does not leave. And um, that has been big for me. So let me encourage you in this. Um, happiness is created. You are not going to find it on Amazon. Trust me, I checked. (laughs) There are things you can purchase to help you obtain a proximity of happiness. But happiness is an inside job, y'all. Happiness is what you do on the inside. Happiness is the jokes that you can laugh at. Happiness is laughing at the situation even when you don't like the situation. Happiness is encouraging somebody even if they are in a better position. Happiness is congratulating someone even when they're in a better position. Happiness is reaching back to help someone get to a different position. Happiness is so within that if you had nothing and all you did was nothing, you could still find happiness. So for me in this season, I have learned to kind of give up some of the things that I thought would make me happy and just being okay with the fact I can do, I can do so much more with so little versus doing so little with so much because it takes a lot to obtain those things. So that's the word of wisdom this week. Um, get creative, get really, really creative with your happiness. All right, ladies, now for the most anticipated part of the podcast, or maybe not. I think it's exciting because I love shining light on women who are doing their thing or thing. (laughs) So um, I'm going to read off some information about this person, and then I am going to tell you guys who they are and where you can find them, and maybe a little bit more information about 
our relationship. So um, this young lady is an entrepreneur, an individual, a mother, a wife, and a cheerleader for women. She's a lover of Jesus, food, and business, and she just happens to love this podcast. Um, She is not only a friend, um, she is my sister in Christ and my sister in life. And you can find her on Instagram at Danny underscore XO. And she also is the founder and creative director of Llama Mama Company. So Adaya and I have known each other for about, let's say, 13 years. Um, but it didn't, it's not a 13-year thing, right? So, um, and and hopefully this can make sense, y'all. So when I attended Cal High School back in 2007 and 2008, although I didn't graduate from there, I had put a lot of um, seed down, like a lot of my roots down. I mean, I, I played varsity basketball my junior and my senior year, and I happened to have made some friends and some acquaintances. I had met Adaya, and I remember her being on the basketball team and a track star. Um, I believe it was long distance, correct me if I'm wrong, sis. And um, I remember we had a couple of conversations, but I didn't know everything about her ins and outs, and she didn't know everything about my ins and outs. We just happened to have a love for the sports. And for me, I love basketball because I can get physical without having to get suspended. Amen. So um, as time went on, you know, I recall probably 2017, I was out in Kennesaw getting a smoothie and I ran into her and her beautiful daughter. And I was like, oh my gosh, Adaya, what's popping? What's going on? How are you? And we chatted up for a moment there. And then a year later, okay. Um, We end up having lunch, and as we recanted our previous seasons, 13 years prior in high school, we both discovered that we were in similar situations. We were in similar seasons, and um, we were able to bond and connect and then grow and connect down the line. And so we still have a very functional um, relationship. We laugh, we hug, we cry, definitely support one another, and... um, I guess the word behind that is sometimes you might meet a thing and it's not for now, it's for later. And if you don't abuse the thing, you can get much more fruit from that thing later. I hope you guys can. So sometimes you might meet someone, something, someplace now, but it's not for now, it's for later. And if you don't take advantage or abuse or exploit it now, you'll get more fruit from it later. Okay. I can definitely say for me, I'm grateful for all the acquaintances that I had who've turned into long-term relationships because back then I wasn't whole enough. I wasn't well enough to have those relationships and now I can receive them and enjoy them. So, um, yeah. So this woman of the week is Adaya Danny XO on Instagram. That's where you can find her. Um, she's phenomenal. I hope you guys can receive something from her on her page or whatever the case may be. And, um, yeah, that's, that's what I got for y'all. That's, that's season two 
episode one. Okay. Um, I love you guys with the love of the Lord. And that is a lot of love. And I hope to see you guys next Saturday. Same time, same space.